Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this is Inside Purple and Gold. What I like about Rookie Minicamp is all the tryout guys that get to go. Um, sure. A lot of guys that we'll never see again, we'll never like, we'll never even think about again. But like, just thinking like, kind of like sappy, like, this is cool. Like, this kid, it, never going to make the team, gets to kind of practice at the NFL facility for two days. And the Vikings signed two, two, two local kids off of a tryout. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a local fullback and a local offensive lineman um, that will now get to the opportunity, you know, to follow in Adam Thielen's footsteps, um, go from a tryout to an invite at OTAs to a practice squad to an all pro. Um, I say that tongue in cheek, these two kids probably won't reach that level, but I, I think sure. it's, it's cool to see a, a bunch of guys kind of descend upon the, the team facility um, for like a small opportunity um, to kind of realize their dreams. That being said, being out there last week, um, it's pretty clear who were the, who, who were the draft picks and who are the tryouts. And it's pretty clear that Jordan Addison, he just, he just looked different. Like yeah. watching him compete against some of these other receivers that were brought in, whether it's a UDFA or one of these tryout kids that we're talking about, that that's a cool story and like a cool moment. Like, they all paled in comparison to Jordan Addison, the way he ran routes. Um, yeah, yeah. Something to note, like when we're watching rookie minicamp last weekend, we get one day. So I was out there last Friday. Um, I think the players were there Saturday and Sunday as well. Sunday, I don't know if it was actually a field day. I think it might have just been two Friday, Saturday on the field, Sunday at the facility for the rookies, and they break. And now this week, everyone's together. Uh, when we're watching last Friday, 
it's basics. It's individual yeah. drills, very, very small, like seven on seven stuff. Not even, there's no team stuff. Um, I think it's just an opportunity to look at like who stands out in a vacuum in these individual drills and, and watching Jordan Addison last weekend, it, it's pretty clear he does, um, which is good. You want your first round pick who you took number 23 overall to look better than the UDFAs and, and the tryouts. Um, it'll be interesting. We, we'll get to go back to TCO performance center next week um, for OTAs. I think Tuesday and Wednesday, um, if I'm not mistaken, and get to see Jordan Addison run routes alongside KJ Osborne, uh, you know, alongside other, I, Justin Jefferson's not going to be there. I don't think. And um, yeah, he doesn't need to be um, as long as he's there for that mandatory mini camp. I, I don't care if he's there for the, the, or the OTAs, um, but watching Jordan Anderson last week on Friday, um, I will be interested to see if he still stands out. If he looks kind of still looks the part mm-hmm. uh, as Kevin O'Connell said, um, moving forward throughout OTAs with some of the veterans um, kind of on board. Um, besides Jordan Addison, Jaron Hall was there. Ball was ball jumps out of his hand. Um, still, obviously, a lot yeah. to learn. Um, I, I know he's someone that we we talked about right after the draft. Um, interesting project player, but no one that I think we really yeah. have to take seriously in like the grand scheme of like this year. Um, but yeah. I, I liked that pick and I liked the fact that they're kind of, kind of maybe get to kind of try and build something with him. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think one way to think about it, right. You find inefficiencies. One of Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings. There's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I get it when you see a hyper athletic receiver, right? And we know it works, right? Randy Moss was like, how does this guy not succeed in the NFL, mm-hmm. right? As long as he doesn't get in his own way. And they, and obviously that was a great pick. And that was kind of similar with Adrian Peterson, whatever the hangup was, if it was injuries, I'm trying to remember what it was. You were like, dude, this guy's like he's lightning fast, tough to tackle and run you over. Like, you know, you're like, yeah, I get why he succeeded in the NFL. Right. But I think right. with Addison, it's just, the the tool of running routes and like this is what separated Justin Jefferson right and why like he went from kind of like obviously teams were uncertain about him that like teams way up way higher than the Vikings would have taken him now um you know Patrick Peterson would say his body lies to you right he like mm-hmm. looks like he's going right goes left whatever and I, I think Addison like all these different you know whether we saw this off the record tape thing where again they're highlighting like the the best traits or whatever but even like you can watch Matt Freeze, one of our guys broke down a little tape on him you can find some of stuff on the internet whether it's on Twitter articles like it's just evident and you said you saw it with your own eyes that he's I mean obviously he's a good, Addison's a good athlete yeah. but like I think that route running translates and it's honestly like going back to these guys from minnesota these udfas like that's why thielen succeeded like thielen just paid attention to small details and knew how to kind of break off of press man or or you know right get the guy you know to to park when he's not supposed to or whatever and and i think um that's why i have faith faith in addison i think again like the hall thing it's like start with the basics like with addison they're like he catches the ball great that is part of his job troy williamson had some trouble with that people still talk about him to this day like with the with hall it's like he has this like capability to push the ball down the field it's it's all these other things whether it's processing speed or moving the pocket or all these finer details will he develop those and that's why again he's more 
long-term project. And I think with the UDFAs, I think it's, they should take that seriously. Like there, there is, I was looking on the Packers side and people were like, why did they take so many seventh round picks? And Spielman did this as well, almost to a fault, but it's like, they're looking for efficiencies there. You actually pay sometimes the seventh rounders less than the UDFAs. Cause yeah. if the guys, yeah, really bad. And, and, and yeah. again, like you go like, what the hell is like $200,000 to like an NFL franchise or the Wolves or whatever. It's less that it's more like you are always just trying to find some sort of edge. This is why they like skimp on the special teams. You know what I mean? All these like different kind of techniques they have to what you only have two quarterbacks on the roster or whatever. Um, I do think that they should take this seriously, right? Because it's like the odds that you find a feeling pretty low, but the fact that any of those guys who contribute in any capacity are efficiencies on the roster. Right. And like, no matter how much the team monitors this, and even if Quasi had been here earlier, right? Like he probably doesn't sign the cook contract or whatever, but like at some point you have to like give in to your quarterback. Like there's a reason why the next guy who signs always gets the next, you know, the biggest deal, right? It, it, Lamar Jackson, Jalen hurts or whatever, like great players. <laughs> I don't think they're Mahomes. I don't think they're Burrow. I don't think they're, you know, whatever. Like um, it's just, you're going to have it, forced yeah. inefficiencies at some point. Right. Even like, I mean, I guess like Justin Jefferson and Hawkinson, like you think they maximize those contracts, but like outside of like really unique star players, like almost everyone else, second contract's pretty tough. So like, I just think they have to take this really seriously, who the UDFAs are, who they bring in. Um, can you get any contribution? And I do like kind of part of these draft strategies of like, does this guy do the basics and then what their strength is, right? I think they call it like the blue skills or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do they translate to the NFL? Obviously you have to have a certain athletic threshold in order to play in the NFL. But like, again, I just, the, the confidence in Addison to me um, is that he does the route running really well. And like, you would just think given how much attention uh, Jefferson is going to get. And the fact that obviously Osborne and Hawkinson deserves them too. Like, this dude has to know he's coming to a situation where he can thrive. And yes. so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot to observe with this stuff and it does. It's so funny that football does feel re- like year round and just because it is like the fact that ESPN's leading with clips from, from these various camps and Bryce young looks in command of the offense. And uh, I mean, it's so ridiculous given the context of it, but you're like, listen, there are kind of learns now you just, you, you see why, like, beyond watching the tape beyond your memories of the college football season that feels like eons ago like you just show up and watch it and you go yeah that's what that guy's just better than the other players and it totally makes sense what you're saying yeah and, and with jordan addison i think it's important like sometimes like the measurables can lie or like the combine can lie like mm-hmm. sometimes the combine is like this guy's a freak kind of like yeah. what you're saying about randy moss like yeah. this guy's a freak uh he can run a four three he can jump 50 inches on the vertical jump. His broad jump is crazy. He's explosive, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes the combine lies. Like this guy tests really well. Darius Hayward Bay. He ran like a four. Yeah. yeah. Like if you watched his tape and caught like most of these NFL teams go by tape over the measurables at the combine. And I think when you watch Jordan Addison um, and what he was able to do at USC, um, watching him translate that onto a practice field at the NFL level, Shouldn't it be surprising 